Welcome back to your next lesson in your Awaken module. This is about why the rich get richer and the poor get poor. Now that's an interesting topic, but have you ever noticed that the same challenges keep on showing up for the same people? There's a reason why. We've kind of primed you throughout this module that it has to do with our beliefs, right? And so that's pretty obvious by now. But I want to ask you a question just so you can kind of get this into your head and see the consequences of whatever we believe. This is the introduction of how we're going to break through our beliefs, how we're going to identify what they are, how we're going to break them, and how we're going to actually replace them with something much more empowering. So let me ask you a question. What would you say is the potential of human beings? If you're being honest with yourself, what's the potential of human beings? It's unlimited, right? It's pretty incredible what we're capable of. And when we tap into that potential, don't we get amazing results, right? We get incredible results. Well, why do we get incredible results? Because when we tap into our higher potential, we take the right aligned action. We're not just inspired because inspiration without action is the beginning of delusion, we need action. We can't just be happy and motivated all day long and expect that things are going to happen. There's just one piece of the puzzle. We need action. And so when we tap into our highest potential, we take more aligned action, keyword aligned, meaning this action is in the right energetic state that aligns with the very best parts of ourselves. And when we do that, what type of results do we get? We get incredible results. But what most people do is they never really tap into a higher level of potential. The reason is because they're limited by something. They're limited by what's going on in their own mind. They're limited by their subconscious mind. They're limiting, they're limited by all these things of the past that kept them, that keep them stuck. And so they never really tap into that potential. So they can't really get into aligned action. And what most people just say is take more action, right? And I subscribe to that. Action is a cure for a lot of things. But if you try the same strategy over and over and over and over and over again, but it's out of alignment with the best version of you, will you get the results that you should be getting? No. So you just take, if you take action with the wrong ingredients and the wrong oven temperature, let's say you're baking a cake and you have the right ingredients, so action, but your oven temperature, meaning the potential, right, isn't at the right setting. It does not matter if you put the cake into the oven. It's not going to bake the right way. And so what you end up with is results that are subpar. You end up feeling that something's wrong with you and you end up looking around at everyone else. They have the results that you want, but you don't have yours. If you are taking similar action to other people that have results and you're not getting the results, it's not the action that's the problem. So it's going on up here and in here. And so what we need to do is activate what's called the success cycle. Okay. And so if you take a look at the screen, we have this incredible amount of potential, right? And we want to tap into that potential. Once we tap into that potential, it automatically impacts the type, the quality and the quantity of action we take. And if you take more inspired action, doesn't that impact the results you get? Tremendously. If you take less inspired action because you haven't tapped, tapped into the potential, then what type of results do you get? Crappy results. So if you're not aligned, the action doesn't work. So what's the foundation of all of this? There's one thing that goes in the bottom left here that's the foundation of all of it, and it's your beliefs. 
what you believe about life, about business, about money, about marriage, about action, about this course, about whatever, automatically impacts the potential you tap into. And that potential you tap into automatically impacts the action you take or don't take, the quality and quantity. And that action automatically impacts your results. Now, the results that you get from your life actually reinforce the belief that caused them. Let me give you an example. Let's say that you have a subconscious limiting belief that money is incredibly hard to earn and once you have it, it will disappear. Have you ever felt that way? That's one of my oldest limiting beliefs from when I was breaking through this at the very beginning of my journey. Money is hard to make. Once you have it, it'll disappear and if you can't have it, you won't be happy, right? Like limiting scarcity, money, beliefs like that. Well, if you believe that, what level of potential do you tap into? incredibly low potential, right? You go into everything with this bias of it's not gonna work. You look at everything through the lens of scarcity, of limitation. So you tap into an incredibly low amount of potential, actually negative potential. And from that alignment, lack of alignment, I should say, that energy, what type of actions are common? Couple, right? The first is you'll likely spend money you don't have to feel a sense of significance, right? Or you will sabotage any money that you make. You'll get a raise and somehow it'll still disappear, right? You'll make more money than you've ever made before. And for some reason, you can't hang on to it. And you'll take two steps forward, three steps back. You find a way to go back. And it gets really confusing and really frustrating because you have a piece of your identity, which we're going to talk about later. Your identity wants to expand into something more, but you have the ego that's going on behind the scenes that you haven't let go of holding you back. So you don't take the proper action. You don't save a portion of your income. You don't invest into your financial future. You spend money on material things that, not saying material is bad, material is wonderful. My point is you spend money on things that don't increase your disposable income. And you find yourself not reading and studying the books and courses and seminars that will allow you to learn how to increase your sense or your feelings of abundance. And so our action is low quality and likely low quantity in terms of what's going to improve your financial circumstances. So from that, what then happens to your results? You have little to no money in the bank. There's too much month at the end of the money. You're struggling paycheck to paycheck. And even though more money's coming in, it somehow disappears. And so what does that do when you get those results? It literally reinforces, it's a self-fulfilling confirmation bias of what you already believed, that money is hard to make. Once you have it, it will disappear. And if you can't have it, you won't be happy. And so then that lowers, when you that belief gets even stronger, it turns into a conviction. It's an absolute, yes, this is true in my life. And that lowers your potential, lowers your quality and quantity of action, kills your results even more, which reinforces that feeling of absolute certainty that that is true. This is why the poor get poor, because their beliefs are literally creating the reality that they don't want. And I can speak to this because I lived it for years. I was $92,000 in debt. I lived this for most of my adult life, and I have seen both sides of this. And I promise you that this cycle is true. 
Because once I shifted my beliefs, once I changed what was going on behind the scenes and I rewired my subconscious mind and I changed that belief, which I'm going to talk to you about soon, don't worry, on how to do that, everything in my life changed. I started to believe that money was an ever-flowing, abundant resource. And once I believed that money was an ever-flowing, abundant resource, what potential did I tap into? Much higher potential. When I tapped into that higher potential, what quality and quantity of action I take? Much more quality action. I would invest my money in things that would in, uh, increase my, uh, my net worth. And the quantity of action was much higher because I was taking action on things that actually moved my business forward instead of things that proved that my business couldn't move forward. So now my business is growing. It's the compound effect of studying all these things to increase my financial worth and my abundance mindset, abundance consciousness. What then happened to my results? We paid off $92,000 of debt in a year went on to generate multiple millions of dollars in our business. The results we received were tremendous. And so what did that do? It changed, or I, I shouldn't say change, it solidified the new belief that money is an ever-flowing, ever-abundant resource. Does that make sense? And notice how even though money is never flowing, ever-abundant resource, I'm not compensating for lack of it by spending just to feel important. I'm not complaining about it anymore. I'm changing my entire paradigm of it. And so that reinforces my potential, my action, my results, and therefore what I believe. This is why people that are that start the process of rewiring their mind, once they rewire those thoughts, things start to take off for them. And if they don't rewire their thoughts, they stay stuck in the same place. This is why. So our entire focus for the rest of this module is on that bottom left. It's on the belief. It's on the, the thought habits. Like That's what I want to introduce to you right now what is a belief? A belief is a thought habit. It's all a belief is. It's a feeling of certainty. The reason you feel certain about something is because you have a, have a habitual thought about that thing. Men are X. Women are Y. You know, business is hard. Money is limited, right? If I succeed, I can't be a great parent. It's impossible to win in business and be a great spouse. Those are all beliefs. And the more and more you think them, they will turn into a habit. Well, think about brushing your teeth. It's a habit. It's something that's unconscious that you do regularly without thinking. This is the subconscious mind. Have you ever driven a car and you get to a destination? You're like, was I even driving? It's because your subconscious took over. You've done it so many times. You can do it on autopilot. The same thing happens in our mind. The same thing happens with our subconscious mind. When we habitualize a limiting thought, it starts to turn into a habit, an autopilot, and that autopilot feeling of certainty dictates your entire life. In fact, everything that you believe and have feelings of certainty about, the subconscious mind will do everything it possibly can to prove that feeling true so that it meets its need of certainty. Because remember what we said, we would rather be certain and in pain than uncertain and growing. The survival mind would. So if you think about all of that is stacked against us. So how do we change it? That's what's coming up in the next module or the next lesson. But for now, we need to understand the consequences of it, the power of this. Beliefs feel true. 
but they're not. Do you remember the example of the sky? What color is the sky? Most people say blue. Is that true at night? Is that true during a storm? Is that true when it's cloudy? Is that true during sunset? Is that true during sunrise? Is it true during the northern lights? Think about it. I'm bringing doubt to a belief. So a belief feels true because we've told ourselves that enough time. Let me, get, let me give you one more example. Have you ever been at a party and you tell a story about something that happened and because you're craving significance and you want approval, you might exaggerate some of those details of the story to get more laughs or more attention, right? And so you get more laughs or more attention and it's reinforced because people support that. They give you connection and love. They give you significance. You feel certainty that this new inflated story is the right way to tell it. So the next time you come back, you tell that same inflated story and you get more laughs and more attention, all this stuff. And the next thing you know, it's five years into the future. You're telling this story about something that happened. And there's a piece of your mind that goes, is that even true? You don't even know if it's real or not. You've just told yourself something so many times that it feels true. This is what happens on social media. If you haven't seen The Social Dilemma, highly recommend that documentary. But what we believe is what comes out. Whatever comes, whatever's going on in here is what's going to come out our mouth. And so that's what we talk about. That's who we associate with. We don't want to feel uncertainty, so we associate with people that believe similar things. You ever notice that poor people stick together? You ever notice that rich people stick together? You notice that happy people stick together, sad people stick together, anxious people stick together? It's because it reinforces what they already believe. We want to feel certain about ourselves so that we're not wrong, and we find certainty behind having this. So we have the deck stacked against us with our subconscious mind until we get to how to break those beliefs, which is what I'm going to talk to you about. Most people go through life blind to this, and that's why they stay stuck in the same spot, thinking this is just the way life is. But a belief is not a fact. It is a thought opinion, and it feels true even though it's not. And the minute that a belief is threatened by someone else, the ego goes crazy and says, no, 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 I'm going to pull you back. In fact, I've been challenging your beliefs intentionally this entire module, which is why there's probably that icky feeling at some places. The feeling of, well, but my situation's different. It fights like hell to keep you back in what you know to be safe and true. We need to let go of that. But what we need to see so we can prime this is where do beliefs come from? Beliefs are shaped from our references, our experiences of the past, and our hopes, our ideals of the future. We're going to talk more about that in the next lesson. But that's where they come from. Beliefs are the foundation of everything. Two forces impact your entire life. Your beliefs and your values. Your values are the emotional states that you either want more of or you want less of. We'll talk about that later. Your beliefs are feelings of certainty about the way life is or about conditional things like if my business grows, then I'll be a bad parent. So what we're going into now is the deep work on beliefs. We're gonna start the next lesson focusing on what's called the anatomy of limiting beliefs, where we're gonna break down how these beliefs come to be, and we're gonna show you how to identify those beliefs and then how to break them. So I'm so excited for you. Hope you got tremendous value. Make sure you do the workbook today, because what it's gonna do is start to ask you, where are you in this success cycle? What do you believe and what are the results of that belief in your life right now. We're just starting the process of identifying these limiting beliefs. We've been doing it for the 
earlier lessons, how to identify your limiting beliefs have been priming you so that they start to come out in your mind when we get to the real stuff in the next lesson. So I'm so excited to serve you. This is all building. Make sure you share your aha moments in the private community, ask questions in office hours, but don't wait until you have an answer from me or from the community before continuing. Motion creates clarity. That's where you're going to get the aha moments from. Just attempt it and you will learn along the way. Hope this served you today. And always remember, you're just one insight away from a radically different life. I'll see you in the next lesson.